Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What up, Bulls Nation? Welcome into the CHGO Bulls Podcast presented to you by our wonderful friends at PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up to live your bet life. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. That's my guy, Big Dave. He is at BOW, BWL Sports, in the magic bubble down in Brazil. Will the GOAT Gottlieb is at Woke Gottlieb on Twitter. We got our pal and our producer, Joey, hanging out. Joey! Running things behind the scenes. What up, Joey? Um, speaking of points bet, so I was making a Costco run yesterday after work Flex. with one of my buddies. Because we're getting camping supplies mm-hmm. for our canoe trip that we're leaving for on Friday morning. Super flex. And some dude, I was I was still wearing my points bet shirt that mm-hmm. I was wearing here yesterday. Mm-hmm. Some dude at Costco was like, hey, points bet, give me the lock of the century. And at first I what? didn't like hear him fully and understand what he was saying. And then mm-hmm. I was like, what? What does this stranger want from me? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, he wants me to give him a lock of a bet because he sees me wearing a points bet shirt. Well, did you give him one? No, I said the NBA season's over. I'm taking some time off. And- and that meant nothing to him because he did not know who you were. Correct. <laughs> so He's just, I was just a dude in a points bet shirt. <laughs> Gonna give him the lock of the century. Have you been helping out anybody down in Brazil with their points bet bets, Will? I have not because they don't have points bet in Brazil. We're gonna have. I'm setting up a call with the uh, CEO later this week. But yeah. uh, we did. We did a tour today of like the old city that we're in, Salvador, uh-huh. and the tour guide is a big Bulls fan. So that's cool. Oh, was he wearing cool, Bulls yeah. gear? Well, it was like her family is our Bulls fans, and I think her brother is like a super Bulls fan. Mm. She's like just Bulls fan by association. But we we uh we traveled deep. You rode deep so, out here, son. So you know, did you make them aware? I'm of basically the... a celebrity of yeah. because of it. <laughs> yeah, they, like... they did. They know they were in the presence of the goat of Bulls coverage. <laughs> I said, oh, you you may know me. I'm the GOAT. <laughs> Literally, and that's how he said it, yeah. I don't exactly know how Not to Michael put Jordan. this, but... <laughs> Not Michael Kind Jordan. of a big deal. I'm kind of a big deal. Yes. That's what I am. People know me. And I do have something I, I'd like to talk about quickly. Please do. There's a travesty going on in this office that I need to address. Oh, God. Somebody what has been drinking my Gatorades. Who's drinking my Gatorades? Dude. Who's drinking them? The same thing happened to me. Something happened to you? Like a month ago. Somebody's sticking your gravy. I had a road trip to make straight for leaving straight from this office. Uh-huh. Um, and so I brought a Gatorade that uh-huh. I wanted to drink for the first hour of my road trip uh-huh. on a hot summer day. Yeah. Put it in the fridge so it would stay cold. Yes. When I was done with our episode that day, uh-huh. episode upload, boom, laptop done, bag packed, went to the fridge to get my Gatorade. It was gone. Gone. Something's Who is the Gatorade on. thief? Who's the Gatorade thief? Unless it's Casey. It's okay if KC takes my Gatorade. I don't mind that at all. But my thing is, when I went in the fridge, somebody had put one in the freezer to get it extra, extra cold. So now I know it's something close. Because now it's an ice block just sitting in there, man. Something's going on. Something's happening right here. My Gatorades. We need to Who's get a detective. It? First, it was the paper towels. 
And we never found out who's leaving the paper towels. Oh, I forgot the about the paper towels. I remember towels. that. It was the paper towels. But now it's the Gatorades. And specifically. Dave, what's the, what's the Daniel Craig character from Knives Out? I need you to put on that, <laughs> that accent. Is it I'll you? Say, I'll say. It's, it's not Lawrence. He's got a can of something it's that's not, not Gatorade. Okay. In years? Or? I love that, man. <laughs> oh, years. All right. Uh, I only yeah. drink Gatorade if I work out, and I never work out. <laughs> As a man after my own heart. Although, Dave, you're, as, you're the black Benoit Blanc. As, as Mitch Hedberg once said, you don't have to be a guy holding a basketball to enjoy Gatorade. You can just be a thirsty dude. Oh my, or, or, I'm sorry, Will is stupid, by the way. But, 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 or you could just be a very sweaty dude. Yeah. Which is why I'm drinking them, just to keep that sweat up off me like that. That's you got to keep the electrolyte levels up. That's it. And it works for me. It does. It does. It, it does all that. those things. So. We... You got the fan going behind the jersey? Oh, yeah. Oh, come on, Oh, Will. you know there's a little mini AC unit <laughs> yeah, behind on, this Zach know, Levine I know, jersey. I know the ins and outs. I know the ins and outs. You know how it's going on, man. Wait, Can't wait for the fall. Do we install security cameras? What do we do? <laughs> well, we already have the fingerprint thing. To get up in here, so you know it's obviously somebody. Right. No, so so the call is coming from inside the yeah, house. The is what you're saying? There aren't there aren't outsiders coming in to steal your Gatorades That's and true. my Gatorade that one time. And I know it's not just right. These ain't right. These like Gatorade Zero. So I know it's not you because there's no sugar in it. I drink, so I know it's not you. I drink Gatorade Zero sometimes. <laughs> you know it's what? not They're me. better for you. I'm shocked. I know it's not the thrill because the thrill is Athletic Greens, and you know he's not in Brazil. Joey, I'm kind of looking at. Joey is a little bit. Joey's you know being suspiciously quiet right okay, now. Okay, hold on. I, first of all, I was going to say I've never even seen Big Dave drink anything other than water. <laughs> Second of all, I have a ton of Gatorade in my – I don't need to steal anybody's Gatorade, and I respect – I've already heard Peck's whole spiel about the Gatorade thief. <laughs> I know that he's on top of it. You guys probably have, like, a freaking hunting camera in the fridge set up soon so that we're going to catch these guys red-handed. I mean, hey, man. First of all, I didn't know that's what that was called, but thank you for telling me that. Like, let's get on this. What? Don't look at me. I'm I'm just as pissed as anybody else. Okay, all right. Because, you know, I don't There's drink nothing else right in there, here. man. It's all what? I don't, it's plenty of beer in there. I don't touch. You know what I mean? I don't lay a I on. think that it's a misunderstanding because it's a communal fridge for Correct. the most part. I agree. It's a lot of like, oh, take what you want from the fridge. Right. But at the same time, so I you got preserves right. in there and nobody touches my preserves either, though. Well, I think preserves are less, you know, that, popular that's item. That's a rare item. Right. It's a rare item. Right. I don't know who's Are going in the fridge? It's not, it's not like a communal, like, oh, for someone who wants to make a PB&J at the office. I don't know. Have you looked in the fridge, man? It's, it's something for everybody in there, man. You know what I mean? Including like our Gatorades. Including the Gatorades. I think we need some Post-it notes. Property of Big Dave and Matt. Do not touch or there will be consequences. I don't think I'll ever do that. <laughs> I'll, uh, just, I'll just charge to the game. Old Buckness but. is requesting a spinoff in the comments saying to catch a Gatorade Predator weekdays on CHGO. <laughs> Why don't, you take a, by Will why don't you take a seat right there, Will? Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you, you like to see Will what, come what out of the door? What are you planning door? on doing here yeah, today? <laughs> Will come out the door and meet somebody at the island in the kitchen. Hey, what's going on here today, guys? <laughs> you got to, like, wheel me around on a Segway with my face on an iPad. <laughs> Dude, I would watch that all day long. Uh, Adam in the comments said that as a Cubs fan, he's confident that it is the CHGO White Sox crew oh. who is the guilty party. So he's saying Vinny, Vinny, and, and they're right over there, and and Sean are doing this. Y'all steal our Gatorades? Did y'all take Gatorades? Oh, is it in your mustache? Is that why you point? <laughs> <to it? laughs> 
got to get to the bottom of this, man. This has big Ross Geller's uh, missing sandwich energy to me. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ooh. My sandwich. <laughs> Honestly, I, I would care. be way more pissed about someone eating my sandwich yeah. than just a Gatorade. Yeah. Trust me, I'm not pissed about this at all. This is just good talk right here. I'm not mad. I, I would like to know who it but is. But I don't just I so don't, I can mess with them. I don't want you to have to like write your name on a Gatorade that you I, don't want someone else trust to drink. Me, I will not do that. I will not that's, be writing that's my just name too on far. a Gatorade, man. That's just too far. Exactly. A bridge too far. So no, I think I'm with Joey. We need to set up some kind of trap. Okay. To, right. to catch to what catch the it? predator. A hunting camera? Is that what you call that? I think that's what it's called, like a deer camera. So, you know, that oh, you, like, okay, like, okay, just, I know like yeah, 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 like yeah. you put it for hunters. That, should we, know? like, make a makeshift perch somewhere high up in the kitchen? Okay. And then just get one of those, like, duck collar things? Oh, I don't all, know if that'll help or not, but it'd be fun. Wheel. That's all wheel. We can do that to wheel. We can do that. Yeah. That, seems, that just feels like a Will Gottlieb thing. I don't know why. <laughs> it just feels like something you should be doing. No comment. <laughs> hey, Dave's just going to bust out of the vent right above the... Like, <laughs> we knew it was you. Break we got you. Right. I saw you. I feel like this is a much higher priority than talking about the Miami Heat well, yeah. and the very mediocre offseason they had. It kind of is, man. It kind of is. I'm glad man. you brought this to the attention of not only <laughs> yes. us, but our listeners and our viewers. Well, you know when you tuned in. Anyone out there, if you have any leads That's right. on the Gatorade thief, That's right. hit us up. Call Matt's phone. Don't. Don't do that. <laughs> you can hit us up in our DMs. Yeah, seriously. Send it in, man. And send me some wanted posters or something. That'd be fun. Also, get, get creative with it. Send us some Gatorades. Oh, some Gatorades. We need, we need an inventory to run the test. This is true. And set the traps. This is true. You're a smart man, Matthew. Not Very just a hat man. rack, my friend. <laughs> um, all right. So, before we get into evaluating what the Miami Heat did this offseason, mm. we wanted to quickly make note of... Some quasi-news when it comes to the Bulls in this slow part of the NBA calendar, mm-hmm. which is that they announced their preseason schedule Woo! for the upcoming season yesterday. Exciting. And in case you missed it, here we go. We got the Pelicans October 4th. Mm-hmm. Early start. I love it. Beginning of October. I feel like preseason usually doesn't come until like the second or third week of October. Yeah, you're but right. Here actually. we are. Mm-hmm. October 4th against the Pelicans. October 7th against the Nuggets. October 9th at... Toronto Raptors, uh-huh. October 11th, fourth and final preseason game, home Bucks. Okay. Now, I know you guys know which one of those I'm most excited about. I do. Because it's the Bucks. Yes. Do any of those other three wet your whistle a little bit more? And if so, for what reason? Well, two of them wet my whistle, Matthew. Uh, the first one, uh, New Orleans, because I just want to see if Zion plays a minute or a two? A preseason game? A minute or two? There is no I shot. See. I just no shot. See. I just, just want to look. I just want to see. Think, I think he's going to play. I think he's going to really? play. Really? Yeah. I just want to see, man. Yeah. He hasn't played in a very long time. Will, you know? They, they said he was fully healthy and ready to go. Yeah. So I, I just want to see. I think he'll be playing. Right. I just want to see if he gets out there, even if it's just for a minute. You know what I mean? I, I just really want to see if he gets out there. And, of course, I'm interested in the Nuggets because we can go back and forth with the DNVR crew. Talking about the Nuggets in a preseason game and just make it a spectacle. I just want to make it a spectacle, dog. Like a ridiculous fonts and poses or whatever, dog. Just make it a whole spectacle of a preseason game. Make it seem like, you know, it's it's Ali Frazier or something like that. So, yeah, those two I'm looking uh, forward to watching. Will? Well, we were just having our, our uh, discussion here before we started going about, like, if anybody actually cares about the preseason. And we're all kind of like, no, not really. Like, it's the preseason. It doesn't really matter. But then I was remembering back to last year 
when the Bulls were absolutely destroying everybody in preseason. And I was like, okay, this team might be for real. Like, they are absolutely killing everyone. So I'm excited to just watch them play games again. Like, if, if the, this season starts off anything like last season, they're going to be a ton of fun to watch. Obviously, like, these games don't matter. The matchups don't super matter. But I just want to see, like, is Lonzo going to be healthy? Uh, is our Caruso and Zach going to be looking like they did in the first half or the second half? Like what's DeMar looking like? Is Vooch going to start making his threes? I don't know, man. This just got me kind of fired up about the season starting because I remember it used to be eight required preseason games and now they're cutting it down and you can kind of do as many as you want. Like, let's just, let's get into it. I'm excited. October. I agree with you. And also, also what I remember about last year, when I think about the Bulls season, one of the games that comes into my mind is a preseason game when yeah. they played Cleveland. And I was like when we first saw Javante Green mm-hmm. playing power forward position, I watched him dunk on Lowry. Mm. And, I, and it just sticks out in my head so, so much. You know what I mean? Wearing number 24. Wearing number 24. I remember that we were like, okay, yeah, he, that's his number now. You're right. Doesn't belong to you anymore. You're done. You're done, son. So, yeah, like it's important to watch that. I just And plus the team was brand new. You know, you got Lonzo, DeMar. You just wanted to see all the newness right. of the team. So I'm excited to see Daylon Terry. Get out there, get some run. Maybe Justin uh, Wheels boy, Justin Lewis, gets out there, get some run. Maybe Marco gets some run in the preseason, man. So Marco like, hours like Marco. Just, in the preseason? Maybe. <laughs> uh, just looking back at the uh, at the schedule they had last last year for preseason, October 5th, they beat the Cavs 131-95. to October 8th, 121 win over the Pelicans, 121-85. to They beat the Cavs by one. And then they beat the Grizzlies by 13 in game four. And that, if you'll remember, is the origin of Stacey King doing the Desmond Bain uh, voice, which he carried through like three months. Man Bain voice? He was just doing that voice for the entire season, all off of a preseason game. You are right. Stacey has a lot of winners. Legendary preseason moments. As far as what he does doing color commentary and some of the Stacey King isms that Uh, we all love. Yes. That one was not a winner. You're not a fan of it. In my opinion. I just, like, it wasn't a very good Bane impression. Okay. Well, let me ask you so an important question. So it totally question. took me out of, of the, you know, suspended reality. Let me ask you an important question. Did you like the movie? That that particular yes. Batman movie? Yes. Eh, it's fine. Okay, so well, your heart's not going to be in it when you hear the impression. No, but I mean, I thought Tom Hardy was really good in that role. He was. He was. Shout and he was Hardy. a lot better at doing the Bane voice than Stacey King is. Well, yeah, he's paid for it. I, I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope he is. Uh, guys, Adam asked a really interesting question, uh, speaking of this uh, Bulls-Pelicans preseason matchup. Mm-hmm. Better odds that Zion plays in that game or Lonzo Ball? Ooh, I am. That's a great question. I know my answer, and I don't I'm, like it. Because I, I, Zion, heavily leaning Zion. Yeah, yeah. It's Zion, bro. Definitely. And honestly, I don't have a desire to see Lonzo Ball in a preseason game. I really don't. I, I saw what I know what he is. I get what it looks like. My desire is to see him in the regular season when game one begins. That's yeah, my desire. Yeah, but if he's not playing in the preseason games because he's not ready, uh-huh. what makes you confident at all, or what would make you confident at all that he'll be ready? Two weeks from now, no, I'm just, when man, you're playing your first preseason game, and he's sitting there still not ready to play. I'm saying he could just be sitting out because they just doing it as a precautionary. It, it can't listen. If he's not ready with two weeks to go, he's not going to get better in two weeks. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I would want to see Zion more than Zoe because I'm like, look, I don't need to see it in the preseason. I need to see you in the regular season 
so my heart can be full and I can get on my meathead hours and talk craziness that like I plan on doing. <laughs> Go ahead, Will. Just give me Lonzo. Just give me Lonzo for the playoffs. I don't care when he comes back. Just be ready for the playoffs. I don't know if they're making it to the playoffs. Yes. Or at least, you know, a top six seed without having Lonzo all season. It's true. It's true. But th- so you we saw are, what the no, Bulls right. did regular season record-wise with him yes. and then without him. I'm gonna say if they important. win versus lose on the pace that they did once Lonzo got hurt, they ain't going to the playoffs. This is true. But we're going to go, so he's going to be there. So I will not listen to any of this foolishness that you're spouting. I'm just saying. Nope, not going to happen. The winning percentage, Sans Lonzo, not a playoff team winning percentage. Absolutely 100% correct, which means he will be there. That's what that means. I'm having a hard time following your logic, buddy, (laughs) but I guess It means that what you're saying isn't going to matter. For right now, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. For right now, but I don't know how much longer. I'm not saying you're wrong. You're absolutely right in that because you're quoting this. I'm just saying none of that will matter when game one starts. Not wrong, Walter. You're just an asshole. He will be there. (laughs) All right, you guys want to talk about the Miami Heat? Oh, my God. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Before we talk about the Miami Heat, uh, Big Dave, tell the people about the points bet. Tell the guy I ran into at Costco yesterday (laughs) about all the fun he should be having with points bet. Hey, Costco guy, how didn't you know this? And also, I blame Matt for not filling you in on this, but the best way to support CHGO is to download that PointsBet app and use that code CHGO when you sign up. He should have told you that. If you do that right now, you'll get those two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Thrillennium would have told him that, but that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive that free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of that awesome web content, and you'll even get a free T-shirt of your choice from the CHGO. Oh, Lacher. That's 2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, a free T-shirt of your choice from a CHGO Locker, all for making a $50 deposit at points bet. Oh, that's directing traffic, and it kind of threw me off there. Yeah, your home for live in-play betting just got even better. Searching for an edge in the game that you're watching? Don't just watch that joint live, y'all. Bet along with it live. Your favorite team is primed for that comeback, and you want to put some money on it. So it's more live betting, more live markets, and faster live cash outs. That is faster live cash outs. Follow along with your bets the moment they hit and stay in the live action all game long. So download that points bet app right now. Use that promo code CHGO. So what are you waiting for? It's time to elevate your live betting game. Because once the game starts... You don't just bet. Joey, what you do? You live your bet life. Hey! I like money. See, being a point guard, I got to pass the ball. You know what I mean? Once in a while. You know what I mean? Joey, over there like, man, I ain't ain't got a shot in a long time. So they changed the points bet ad read copy. They used to say, and and if if you you want want more, and it was you throw me the alley-oop. You know, that's what we were doing. I actually had a great graphic to go for it, but, you know, maybe when they bring that part of the of Don't worry, man. I'm, I'm going to put you in this one, too. I got stuff planned for you, man. That's what a point guard does. I'm going to get teammates involved. That's good point you guardsmanship. Know? Thank you very much. Great point guardsmanship. That's for you, Will. Today is also brought to you by Foco. 
Chicago sports fans, you're home for the best Chicago sports coverage. That's us, CHGO, is partnering with a leader in sports, merchandise, and collectibles. CHGO's teamed up with FOCO to secure your access to the best collectibles and gear around. Whether it's Bears, Cubs, White Sox, Blackhawks, or our beloved Bulls, FOCO will have something for you, for your kid, for your kid's pet fish. Whichever loved one in your life that needs Chicago sports gear, they got it for you at FOCO. Looking to get some new gear, collectibles, or accessories? FOCO has officially licensed gear for everyone with everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs and more. What? FOCO has you covered with the best Chicago merch of your favorite team. So head on over to FOCO.com or... Uh, with pr- and use promo code CHGO mm-hmm. for ten percent off. You can mm. also find that link below in this YouTube description of this YouTube episode. Foco.com yeah. promo code CHGO for ten yeah. percent off all non-presale items. Once again, promo code CHGO for ten percent off at Foco F O C O dot com dot com. Shout out to my man Larry Strickland over there, man. I, I, I see you, Larry. I see you, bro. <laughs> he finally got cheese for his burger. Yeah, it's a, it's a he's a it was a gambling thing he was talking about. Just getting he wasn't happy with the points bet app at first, but oh. now he is. Okay, he's good. Getting what he needs right there, man. He was telling me that on on Twitter, man. That's just the thing me and him was saying. Shout out to my man, Larry. Dog, good for you. I'm proud of you, Larry. Proud of you, sir. Larry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so let's take a look at what the Miami Heat, the reigning number one seed in the Eastern Conference, did okay. this offseason. The Celtics won the Eastern Conference, but the Heat won the one seed. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're kicking things off with two of the big heavyweights as we evaluate our way through uh, every offseason for each team in the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. They ended up taking at 27 a name that I know a lot of Bulls fans were looking at leading up to the draft, and that is the international prospect, Nikola Jovic. The Joker? Uh, yeah. A lot of people being like, wow, his name is only one letter different than two-time MVP Nikola Jovic. So they're the same. He's got to be that good, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he did have Actually, a pretty respectable season at is. Mega Mozart, uh, taking 27th overall. There you see um, his uh, measures, 6'11", 223 Oof. pounds. He's got a 7-foot wingspan. Um, and, and maybe uh, a little bit of a, uh, a swing, uh, a, a flyer slash swing for a Miami team that could use a little bit of size mm-hmm. and... Maybe size that comes with some skill on the offensive end, Dave. Yeah, he is skilled. <laughs> like, and we know it. And when Will and I were doing the uh, breakdowns of uh, him in the draft, that's kind of the main thing that kept popping up was the offensive skill set that he has and can provide to a team. Being seven foot tall with the skill set that he has, you're gonna be you're gonna be uh, formidable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that was the issue as to why he didn't get drafted. I just think it was a we don't know kind of thing. And I thought he would be in the league. I was like, well, he should get drafted and play for someone. And then when I saw the Heat were after him, I said, oh, no. <laughs> because I'm like, okay, Pat Riley, this is what he does. He goes against those guys, man. It's exactly the things he does. So to see him have success, I'm not surprised. Just a little like, damn, another one? Ugh. But, yeah, he's, he can definitely bring it on the offensive end, though, Will. Yeah, as we talked about, like the back – end of the first round and even the start of the second round a lot of those guys were pretty similar in terms of talent and it was more just a matter of you know preference and so obviously whenever the heat draft a guy like you said dave i mean just you know their player development is going to turn him into a really good player and i didn't watch a ton of him during summer league i don't know if you guys did but 
um it was kind of the same story from what I did see. Like he has some moments where he's just like a really special offensive guy. Uh, he also has some moments where it's like kind of boneheaded mistakes. What are you doing? Because he just tries some crazy stuff. And I think for a team like the heat, that's probably okay because they're really good at molding guys and like turning them into the style of player that they really want. I think he's also going to become a valuable trade asset. And we can talk more about like, uh, how he fits into their other plans for potentially stealing um, or sorry, trading for another superstar player. So uh, I like Jovic. I think he'll be even better because it's like what we talked about yesterday. Like Gallinari is going to be better because he signed with the Celtics. That's, that's going to make that signing look better. I think it's, it's similar for Jovic. who's just, I think a similar player to Gallo. Yeah. Uh, somebody in the comments there saying that he'll be basically Gallinari 2.0 for the Miami heat. Mm. Uh, that's uh, Emilio there in the comments. Uh, speaking of the Heat and what they do player development-wise, Will, somebody in the comments is saying, uh, Adrian saying, why don't the Bulls have a shooting coach? Please demand that ownership change this. Um, I don't know if you knew this, Adrian, but we don't talk on a regular basis to Bulls ownership. And if we made well, demands, I don't know that they listened. So, you know, there's, sorry. Actually, I do. If, you know. if, ownership would, if ownership would listen to anything we said, I think that would be – the case and actually they had a good opportunity to, to hire a great shooting coach probably the best or second best in the league chip england who left the spurs after 17 seasons and is going to the oklahoma city thunder thunder so buy all the uh the josh giddy poku stock that you can because those guys are going to turn into really good shooters uh yeah shout out to drewish in the comments who had that same thought uh seeing that news about england going to okc today mm. um yeah I wouldn't mind seeing the Bulls hire a shooting coach to hopefully teach some of these wings who are decent defenders and have some capability uh, and switchability on the defensive end to knock down threes. You know, Javante, Derek Jones Jr. Um, you, you, you know who else needs a shooting coach? Dalen Terry. Woo! I was sitting directly behind him for one of the threes he took in summer league. Uh-huh. Holy crap. It came out of his hand looking like he was going to miss by two feet. It missed by two feet. It missed by two Get feet. that young man a shooting coach. Shout out. Um, and you're right about Javante. I've said that a million times about him. Matter of fact, when we did those uh, player evaluations, yeah. that, was, that was my meathead grade. Was he's a three away from cash. Right. Like, that's it. He just needs a three-pointer, and he can write his ticket in this league for at least the next few years. Right. So, yeah, he gets that three-pointer together. He's, he's going to be vicious, honestly. Um, Booch needs a shooting coach. Patrick Williams needs a shooting coach. Oh, Caruso yeah. needs a shooting coach. Javante needs one. Io needs one. Derek Jones needs one. Basically everyone uh, except Dalen Demar Terry, and Zach. Justin Lewis. <laughs> it's it's so weird that they don't have that. I just I don't get it. Uh, this is an interesting question from Old Man Winter, who said, "What's the best Bulls lineup against the Heat coming into next season?" Mm. My guess would be it involves Alex Caruso. <laughs> Okay, so Lonzo Caruso, Zach Demar, and then who's your five? Is it Pat? Is it, you know, somebody? I, I'm guessing small. The question is who guards Bam? If you go small, who guards Bam? Yeah. One of the guys who's capable of guarding up guys who are a little bit bigger than they are. But I feel like it. their best lineup against Miami doesn't involve Vooch. That's just my, kind of my yeah. gut right now. Well, I, only thing that comes to my mind is Vu's getting worked by Dwayne Detman. So I would sit him down. <laughs> I forgot about uh, that. I will never forget about that. <laughs> like, that. That will always bother me. Um, so I wouldn't have him out there for that reason. But I guess Patrick Williams would be the guy uh, that you put out there. Um, again, this, I guess this is all dependent 
uh, on the season that Patrick Williams has. If he's having that kind of year, like I kind of expect him to have, then, yeah, he's going to be in that lineup uh, for them in that fourth quarter and be that best lineup uh, for them against the Heat because the Heat don't run a lot of bigs. You know what I mean? Like their big is Bam, and Bam is 6'9". Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you maybe be able to get away with that with uh, Patrick Williams bringing Bam out of the paint, you know, which he's a solid defender, so he can guard you out there on the perimeter as well. But just bringing him out of the paint uh, would be helpful, you know, for the Bulls offensively, though, Will. I think the that only matters as a question if Lonzo's healthy. So hopefully that's part of it. But I think, you know, the whole thing has been continuity and consistency with the lineup that was really good last year. And I think their best lineup last year was, uh, you know, Vooch with Zach Tamar, Lonzo Caruso. Obviously, Patrick Williams might have something to say about that this year. But I think that's still their best lineup, their best bet against any team and just like forcing – any team to sort of be able to stretch out on the perimeter and then just do what they can defensively to, you know, not get attacked in, in isolations or pick and rolls and have Vooch or, you know, Zach or Damar out on an island. Uh, both Brett and Damon in the comments are suggesting that Andre Drummond be involved in that best five-man lineup against I mean, Miami. No, but let him play before I, before I toss this hate out. <laughs> like, let me see him this play is- first. This is the problem with signing cheap big men that uh, are, have, like, name brand but aren't actually good anymore is that people think that they're going to be better than Vooch and, or they're going to want them to play together, and that's going to make me sad. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, the name. We, I mean, we, we went through Tony Bradley and Tristan Thompson last season. We'll see if Drummond brings something else to the table. but He's better. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's better. Not a hard test. 1,000%. I just mean I don't want to see him and Vooch out there together. Right. Oh, no, we agree. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, yeah. There's um, no disagreement there. So, very curious to see what, how much, if any, playing time that Jovich gets on this Heat roster this yeah. coming season, his rookie yeah. season, because he definitely looked like an intriguing prospect that is also a little bit of a question mark. Yeah. Um, with a, a Heat system that is so – rigid right it's like how does a weirdly shaped piece fit into that puzzle if it's a rookie who's kind of an unknown prospect but here, the thing with the heat is the heat are not afraid to try anything and they'll throw guys out there they don't care you know what i mean like as long as you can yeah, play that's how max Struess is now Hello? like a was like a key part Hello? of their playoff run gabe vincent yeah come on bro <laughs> you know, they, duncan robinson for god's sakes like, they just toss guys out there, and they're like, if it works, we're running with it. We don't right. care if you're a rookie or a 10-year guy. If it works, they're going to run with it. So he's going to get an opportunity. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Correct. Like, Correct. Duncan Robinson Correct. got crazy hot for, yeah. like, a month, two months. He did. And, then the, heat, off of and then the Heat were like, here's $90 million. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then Duncan Robinson was like, cool, thanks. By the way, I'm actually not that good at basketball. <laughs> I retired. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, and then as far as the Heat finished rounding out the, the draft part of their offseason, they, like the Bulls, had a second rounder taken away from them mm. for tampering. Yes, they because did. Because if you guys recall, when all the Lonzo tampering news was breaking, we were all like, uh, Kyle Lowry in Miami, hello. And then the NBA was like, oh, yeah, that too. All right, you guys also lose the second round right, pick. Right, right, right. So exactly. they forfeited their 2022 second rounder as punishment for the Kyle Lowry deal that went down. So that was it. Just that one pick for the Heat in the draft. 
Now let's move towards what they've done in free agency. Okay. Which is kind of a big fat nothing. Okay. They brought back Caleb Martin, one of the Martin twins, Shout three out. years, 20 mil. Good job. Brought back Victor Oladipo. Mm. Wide gap on the spectrum of how useful is this player on an NBA roster. Two years, 18 for him. Nice check. And Big Dave, your boy, Dwayne Dedman, back for two years and nine mil. So those were all just players that they retained. They did not sign anybody, yeah. to my knowledge, yeah. outside of who was already on the roster last year on an expiring and then got themselves a new contract. Yeah. In addition to that, you know, they return people still under contract. You got Jimmy, Kyle, Bam, your big three. Tyler Hero, your six-man-of-the-year guy. Gabe Vincent, who you mentioned. Max Strews, who I mentioned. And Duncan Robinson, who we just had a good time making fun of. And then, as you see there, the key departure, P.J. Tucker. Yeah. Dipping out of Miami and rejoining Harden and Maury in Philadelphia. Yeah. It's wild that three players are gone, but the key one. I mean, three players to resign, but the key one is just one guy. And we're like, they're not going to be that team anymore. And that's, that's how important P.J. Tucker is and was to that team, man. Because he can play all five positions. And as we keep yelling about, he can knock down a three-pointer from the corner. It's what he does all the time. And that's going to pay dividends uh, for that team up there in Philly. And you saw the dividends it paid down when he was with the Heat. Brings that toughness as well that I love so much. Brings that goon mentality that I love so much. He has those things. So, yeah, having him out there on your team on the court and not then not having him is a big loss. You think, think about Milwaukee, you know, when they had him on their squad and it just giving them that extra guy they can get that three-pointer from who can also play all the positions. When they lost him, they lost – it hurt. You saw it affect that team. It saw them go out in that second round. Like, and I'm not saying this directly because of P.J., but it's partly because of that as well. Like, he was a part of that reasoning. So, yeah, losing a piece like that is going to hurt you, man. And Philly, when we get to evaluating them, I'll sing some more praises about P.J. Tucker. But, yeah, man, it's, it's going to hurt. But I'm happy Victor Oladipo is getting another shot because that injury sucked that he had to go through and come back from. Shows a lot about his resiliency. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping he plays better. I really am hoping that he plays better. Detman, shout out to him because I don't think anybody else in the league was going to give him a check. So shout out to him for getting the check with the heat right there, man. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I like the way they take care of the guys that are G League, undrafted, you know what I'm saying, rejects per se that people might have given up on. Mm-hmm. They always bring those guys in, clean them off, you know what I'm saying, and polish them, make a diamond out of them, man, and put them on the floor, and they always contribute. So, yeah, looking forward to Victor playing better, Will. Yeah, the P.J. Tucker thing is a big one. And it's not just that they lost him. It's that he went to the one of the teams that finished two games behind him in the standings. Ooh, that clearly makes them a lot better. So yeah. that is a huge loss. And as you said, like the most notable thing that, they, that happened to them this offseason. For me, I think there is maybe some strategic element there, though, because he obviously was going to get that full three-year uh, – uh, non-taxpayer mid-level exception, which was like 10.5 million. Instead, they used that on Cody Martin and on Caleb Martin and stayed under the tax and under the hard cap, which gives them the flexibility to potentially do some more stuff. And they're not going to have a 40-year-old under roster making you know $10 million a year in two years. So obviously it's a huge um, just gut punch to lose him. And then, as I said, also lose him to a rival team that you're going to have to play against in the playoffs. But I do think it opens them up to some more flexibility cap-wise that they may not have had otherwise. Now, 
whether or not they use that flexibility or are able to do something with that is another story. But I think that that played into it. So um, they, as you said, Dave, they take care of their guys. They turn a bunch of like random two-way guys, non, you know, undrafted guys, make them players. So you feel like they have some internal confidence, be like, okay, we lost PJ, but you know, we can, we can turn in the next two-way guy into a player. And, you know, Cody Martin, Caleb, I keep getting confused. Caleb Martin is capable of stepping into a bigger role or whatever it may be. Like you have trust in an organization like that to be able to find like an 80% replacement of Tucker. Obviously you can't find the whole thing, but maybe that plus the added flexibility that you have by not retaining him and giving him that contract gets you a little bit closer. Very true. Interesting. Um, Clearing up something from the comments. Oh, uh, going in on the, I'm just Tyrone them. says, Tyrone, that, what up, bro? Uh, <laughs> you might have the wrong info about the Bulls not having a shooting coach. Bueller? <laughs> Bueller? It's been a pretty common talking point on Bulls Twitter for the last couple of weeks. And then again, especially when the news came out of OKC hiring their new one. Uh, the Bulls have built out their staff yeah. since AK and Eversley came to town. There's no denying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More assistant coaches and more player development coordinators. And when I, my, when I mean player development coordinators and use the word more, I mean more than the zero mm-hmm. that were here when John and Gar were like, hey, everything's peachy. Look yeah. at all these young, young draft picks we have, none of whom are getting better. <laughs> Yeah, Tyrone um, called me. So what I do, Tyrone? Who ain't call out, baby? Well, I he, think he wanted he also, you to call out Will and or I for being wrong about the Bulls not having no, a shooting no. coach. But guess what? They don't. But they don't have a shooting coach. He's. I don't take this guy serious because he says stuff, but no one call him out. That's, great, that's, that's a great reasoning. Stuff. He does say stuff. That's a, that's so, a very which, specific and valid one? critique, right there. That's what I mean. Like I don't know who. who which one of us is saying stuff? Yeah. Yeah, and soft is something I, I definitely. We all say stuff. Is Big Dave soft? No. Yeah, never that. Well, Maybe on are his hugs, are his hugs warm and hug, great? Yeah. yeah, but my hugs, I got that all day. I give you one, man. But all that otherness, no. Nah, you know, you should know that, Tyrone. Oh, I like this question though. Mm. Have you seen the Black I'll Panther Two teaser trailer? Yes. Have I seen it? Is it oh good? Oh my God! What you ain't seen it? It was you amazing. Listen, man. It was amazing. <laughs> Let me you tell you something. Withdrew that question. Well, you ain't seen. Let me tell you something right now. When we were, guess what I was doing before I got in got in my car. And to come here for a meeting, Watch, I was watching the watching Black Panther trailer? trailer again. Okay. I was showing my mother's caregivers. I was like, you ain't seen it. Come in the room. You're watching it right now. We sat there and we watched it. And she was like, this is incredible and amazing. It's People one of the best. crying off of this, man. It's one of the best trailers I've ever seen. Ever. It is so cool. Ever, bruh. Ever. All right. It's ever. Do you look at me? Ever, Matthew. Yeah, I look at you all the time. <laughs> and I believe you. I just don't care. Oh, I really you're gonna watch this. Care. You're gonna watch this. I don't care what you well, say. Well, how many other things you're gonna, gonna watch? I watch wrestling two to make you happy. It's two how minutes. How many things do I have to watch that this I don't care about your to soul. make you happy? This is for your soul, sir. You now, will my watch. soul is in fine shape. I eat plenty of Italian beef and I drink plenty of beer. <laughs> yeah, you're watching this. Yeah, be about two minutes long. It's amazing. It's amazing. You've heard I got Kevin say it. I got Kevin Sanders say it's the greatest trailer you've ever seen. That's ever. true. That's Kevin and saying he is this. a huge movie, Bob. Colossal. He said it, dog. So take that for what it's worth, man. Shout out. Rest in love to Chadwick Boseman. But it's amazing. Will, have you seen the trailer? Have you seen it, Will? I have seen it, and I'm with you. It was elite. He's in Brazil, and he saw it. You have no excuse. All right. You watching this. All right. I'll watch it. I'll watch a damn movie trailer. Yeah. Oh. I still won't oh. care about it after I've watched it. Oh. You'll, 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 feel, you'll feel hyped about it. Yeah, You don't man. think you will, but you will. Yeah, he'll okay. feel 
You will feel. Cool. You will feel this. I'm going to go home and watch it again. It's that good. It's really that good. It really is. It's amazing. Thank you, Will, for actually watching that. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Buck just said Matt's soul is fine. It's his arteries you need to worry about. <laughs> One thing at a time, bro. One thing at a time. <laughs> all right? It's a yeah. lot I got to break down. All right? It's a lot I got to do. One thing at a time, man. I take my wins while I can get them. All right? Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's refocus uh, back to the Miami Heat. Um, we got to talk about the fact that they haven't made any big trades yet, but mm -hmm. they still maybe somehow might. Yeah. And then we will give them their offseason grades and their projections for next season. But before that, Big Dave, yeah. the people need to hear about the Owen. Oh, oh, yes, they do. That 100% plant-based shake that gives you that nutrition that works as hard as you do, that is free of artificial ingredients, that's allergen-friendly, that's no gluten or dairy, and that is easily digestible? What? We talking about Owen, y'all. And also, of course, because he's out there in training camp, tossing that ball, being called by Darnell Mooney, QB1, Justin Fields, endorses this product. He loves it. He drinks it. He's got to have it. So, so should you. Because, guess what? It is the shake that gives you nutrition that works as hard as you do. So, Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you this awesome offer right here. You can get 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com with that code CHGO20. That's CHGO20, giving you 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. So, once you join me, once you join Matt, once you join Will, once you join Joey, Casey, Luke Stuckmeyer, Herb, Vinny, Jake back there, Sean, and myself. And, of course, Justin Fields. Why don't you join us in enjoying Owen? Because it is only what you need. Because as I always tell you, Owens. Owen. Owen. Uh, 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 got worried. Got worried for a little uh, bit that we didn't remember the last part of it. Oh, no, I got it, baby. Such a, <laughs> such a, such a dramatic pause. Yo, Hayes, get up off him, Hayes. Hayes, get up off <laughs> Hey, get up off him, baby. Get up off him, man. It's all good. <laughs> uh, Daddy Fish said, have I mentioned I really want to see Kyrie in Miami with Bam and Jimmy? Wow. Mm. I mean, talk about train wreck. I would also pay to see that train wreck. <laughs> he enjoys the train wreck. I love a, I love a good train wreck. You love a good train wreck. Except the movie with LeBron. That was trash. <laughs> that was a trash movie? You think so? I, I it watched it solid. once and was fairly unmoved by it. I thought it was a pretty solid movie. Everybody man. was like, LeBron's such a good actor. Oh my God. Well, I, I didn't, I didn't I say like, that, but, <laughs> but I thought it was a solid, solid movie. Have you seen Trainwreck, uh, Will? Have you seen that movie? No. With Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer and Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Oh, yeah. yes, I have. Isn't okay. LeBron in that? I have seen that. Yeah, I've seen right. that. Is LeBron in that? <laughs> yes, Will, yes. I'm yeah. just, the gears are turning, all right? Give me a second, man. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So unlike the, um, unlike the you, Boston Hayes. Celtics, who we were discussing yesterday, who made that big swing to bring Malcolm Brogdon in town, the Heat have not done any sort of similar big move to improve upon last year's roster. Yeah. If anything, the biggest change of their roster, as we were just discussing a moment ago, is the absence of P.J. Tucker. Yes. There is still that lingering maybe that Kevin Durant has the Heat as one of the top two teams on his wish list after he demanded that trade. More and more people are pointing to the fact that the most likely outcome now 
is that KD just stays in Brooklyn because he is still under contract for four more years. Yeah. Does not even have a player option on that contract. And the Nets aren't going to trade him unless they feel st- at least semi-decent about the package they're getting back for him. Yeah, yeah. They and ha- yet still, I am not taking the heat out of the realm of possibility or off that table because, because why? Pat Riley. Because Pat Riley. Yeah. This devil of a man who finds <laughs> ways to get his devilish deeds done. Dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Shout out ACDC. It's Pat Riley. It's his theme song. He finds ways to, to work around the edges and do sneaky shit. So I'm not, I'm not convinced that KD to Miami is officially off the table. But if that doesn't happen, where, where, where were the moves for Miami this offseason? I, I completely agree with that. And that's why it was hard when we were giving our grades. That's why it was hard to give the grade I have. We'll show it soon. But because all I was thinking was I, sh- I kind of wanted to put an asterisk there and say this is pending. You know what I mean? Like Because I still have them kind of in that running wheel that they could be a team that ends up with either Kevin Durant or Donovan Mitchell. Like I still think they can, they're in the running for that, and they always are. And it's always out of nowhere. You know what I mean? It's like an RKO. You know, it's always out of nowhere. That's a wrestling reference, Matt. Keep up. But I'm, I still have them there that they could be that team to get one of those guys for what you just said. It's Pat Riley. It's what he does, man. He doesn't care who he gives up. He doesn't care about second-round picks. He doesn't care about luxury taxes. He don't care about none of that stuff. He cares about winning, all right? That's it. Well, this put me closer to winning. And I've seen Pat Riley will make moves that haven't been championship moves, right? But there are moves that might get you a second round, you know what I mean, exit or something like that. But he doesn't care because it's relentless. Because if that doesn't work, he's coming back next year and he's doing it again. And he's going to do it again and again and again till he gets what he desires, man. He's like a super villain. You're right, Matt. It's like Dr. Doom or something, man. But he is going to continue on until they get that. So I can't remove them from a team that wouldn't get a Mitchell or a KD, Will. That's exactly where I am, too. Because if it's not KD or Donovan, it's the next guy that, like, wants out. And they've got, you know, a decent package to be, out, to be able to go out and get someone. But to your point, like, they just do what it takes. And there's always, like, the stories about Patrick Pat Riley putting his rings on the table in front of every free agency meeting. And it just makes you so mad that Jerry Reinsdorf doesn't do the same thing and just put six rings on the table and show whichever free agent to come to Chicago because it could be the same way. And obviously Pat Riley is just like on another level and he's going to get whoever he wants to get. But I think, as I said before, with the, uh, with the PJ Tucker thing, he like gave himself the flexibility to be able to go out and do the next move, whether it's Katie or Donovan or the next guy. And for me, having that flexibility, not being hard capped, keeping Tyler hero and the ability to trade three future picks that's super valuable. So even though they lost PJ, as I said before, um, being able to develop players internally and then also go out and get the stars that you need and then fill the roster out with really good role players. That's, that's how you do it. So um, on the whole, you know, I think losing PJ hurts on its face, but I, I believe to your point, Dave, it's kind of an asterisk right now because I believe they will still do whatever it takes. Buckness in the comments said, I'd rather see Reinsdorf put his wallet on the table than his rings. Um, <laughs> he did get himself a nice little $10 million plus payday yesterday from the other teams in the league who are over the luxury tax line. So kudos to him for that bag of cash. Shout out. Um, 
Yeah, no, I don't think it would have quite the same effect as Riley and his shtick of throwing the rings on the table and his negotiations. Because it's like, what would Jerry say? Like, hey, you want to see these rings that Michael Jordan got for me? <laughs> Six and oh, baby. That's all I know. Yeah. Six and oh. If anyone mm-hmm. had a little bit of cachet aside of Michael, it's the other Jerry. Rest in peace. Oh, none of them things. But yeah, man, the heat. They're still that, you know, they're still the heat and they're still formidable and they'll still be an issue in the East. You know what I mean? And I'm interested to see how they really match up now with the Bulls, not just the lineups or anything like that. I'm just talking about just the team matchup when they play. Right. Because those guys, even though they lost P.J. Tucker, P.J. Tucker wasn't the one killing the Bulls. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the one killing the Bulls with guys nobody was <laughs> ever thinking of. Seeing. Oh my God. Is that a Doom. Doom mask? That's Doom, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Doom. Look at Dr. Doom, man. Oh, man. Joey. <laughs> Joey's a trip. But that's who he is. He's a villain. But but that's who was killing us was those little guys, the the gay Vincents and, and the Struess and um, the twin that I keep forgetting that Will also keeps forgetting, uh, Martin. Um, yeah. Those those Caleb. are the guys killing the Bulls. You know what I mean, Will? Like, so those are the guys that I'm worried about in these matchups because the Bulls um, lower got like Io and Daylin and Javante. Those are the ones who are going to have to get better to prop up, you know what I mean, that starting five that the Bulls are putting out there. Yeah, I mean, they have a system in place. They have a defensive identity. You know who they are on offense in terms of, like, Jimmy Butler is going to be – they're going to live and die with Jimmy, and they're going to put help around him, and Bam is going to continue to develop his offensive game and Tyler Hero as well. But they have an identity. They have a culture that develops players, and that's how you are continually in the running for championships. And that's why they went to the finals in 2020, and they were a game away from going again. This past year, like, they they just – it's similar to the Celtics. Like, they – continue to produce really good teams because they have a system in place because they're aggressive because they develop players because they draft well and those are the things you need to do and then that puts you in a position to go out and get stars when they become available all right guys so we have reached that point let's take a look at the grades that we have given the miami heat for their offseason moves Alrighty. and where we project them to land let's pee. Let's at the pee. end of the 22-23 regular hey. season so we're kind of in a similar wheelhouse here with our grades. Uh, Dave was the most stern with the C minus. Yeah. I gave him a flat C, uh-huh. B uh, and a B minus, kindly from the goat Gottlieb. That's for Butler. Uh, yeah, I guess because he's a Jimmy Buckets guy. That's why <laughs> they get the G mi- uh, the B minus. B stands for Butler. The B stands for Butler. Uh, <laughs> whereas the G stands for guess. Oh, correct, correct. Please not forget this. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I I just see. Okay, they brought back Martin. They brought back Deadman. They brought back um, Oladipo. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. I guess. They lost P.J. Tucker, yeah. and they didn't add anybody that substantially improves them on paper. Yeah, To me, that's just a C. And, you know, the, we, we talked about their draft pick. C. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. To I, me, the draft pick brings it up from, like, a C- minus yeah. to a C. You go ahead, Will. I'm, I'm curious, Will, though, how, how you got them to a B-. minus. I think I'm basically in the same place as Matt in terms of I was not super thrilled with the actual moves that they made. And like I said, you just basically, they just lost PJ Tucker, but they bring back their players on tradable contracts. 
They give themselves flexibility in the form of not getting hard capped. They are under the tax right now, or they can be if they waive, I think, one guy. Um, they're like 1.9 million below the tax. So, you know, Jerry, take lessons. Um, but they're still they're still in a position to go get stars. And I think that automatically gives you the bump. And like I said, it's whether it's KD or Donovan or the next guy, they're always going to be in the running because they have the flexibility, they have the player development, and they have uh, the just the pedigree and aggression to go out and get guys. And when you can fill, when you can get your stars in order, you know, draft really well, whether it's uh, Bam or Tyler Hero in the middle of the first round, turn those guys into players, go out and get a guy like Jimmy Butler and still have the flexibility in terms of draft picks and then be able to fill in the roster with your Caleb Martins and your Gabe Vincents and your Max Struces and your Duncan Robinsons. I know he didn't have a good year and is now, you know, a bad contract, but they continue to build the right way and it puts them constantly in a position to be in the running. And so for me, that's worth something that's worth, you know, a bump, maybe should have been a C plus, but I think like until the KD, you know, door is closed, that it's still open for them and they're, you know, top two. So I, I just have, I respect the fact that they do things the way they do things and that they, you know, continue to have themselves in a position to make moves and they have Jimmy and he is the goat. So (laughs) as our pal Mark K says in the comments, (laughs) hi, Mark. Also, Jimmy is not the GOAT. I don't know not the, the GOAT, goat of uh, anything. Yeah. We all know that's Matt Thomas, the GOAT of number 21. But I think there's one person that we keep forgetting to mention that we haven't talked about, and that's Tyler Hero. Mm-hmm. Like, we keep, we keep forgetting to mention his name, and he had a great season uh, last year. He kind of fizzled out, you know what I mean, in the playoffs and everything like that. But he can go ahead and take that next step, too, as well, man. He was super formidable as that six-man coming off the bench for them. I think the Heat are really trying hard to convince people that Tyler Hero is a big star on the rise. Yeah. So they can trade him. I'm sure they are. For Kevin Durant. I'm sure they in a are. package. But I'm sure like they are. They, they, you know, he, you're right. He's a player. And yeah. what, his performance in their run to the finals in the bubble, yeah. incredible. Sure. Incredible. And then that is in the past. Yeah. And people wanted to see more of that. And... You know, he's, he's given us some good and some bad since then. Um, it's not hard, Mark. It's not. Uh, <laughs> this way, it's not Mark, hard. Mark knows how to get to me. Everybody, I mean, it's not hard. I mean, well, it's true. <laughs> Everybody knows and that path. I've, clearly, he, he doesn't even believe that Jimmy's the GOAT. I don't know. He yeah, might. I know he likes him, but there's this dude named Michael Jordan. Will might, too. Here. You know, who knows? Uh, okay, so uh, where did we have the heat landing in our tiers? We might have some differences here. Joey, can we look at that one more time, please, before we get out of here? The tier in the east. Oh, okay. We all, so we yeah, do. We on board. All yeah. have them four through six. Interesting. I thought maybe one of you guys would have them in the I top we three. We would have them, yeah, because they are the reigning number one seed. Right. But I feel like we're all on the same page in that they didn't get better in any specific way right. with their roster. Right. And they might be getting worse because of PJ Tucker and everything he did for that team. Well, they didn't get better, and they got older. Older. You know what I'm saying? So those are the two things that are not good, but. They're still good. You know what I mean? They're still a good basketball team. So, four through six, I think they're right there. I wouldn't be surprised they ended up third. Wouldn't shock me, anything like that. But four through six is kind of where I see them, though, Will. Yeah, I think basically my argument to give them a B- minus is that, in theory, they could do more. They could get more stuff done. But in theory is one thing. In practice, they've lost P.J. Tucker. And so I think that makes them worse. And then on top of that, you put him on a team that was behind them. 
the middle or the top of the, the just one through four in the East at the end of the year was super close. Um, I think that bumps them down a game or two. And you just look at the other teams. I mean, Philly got so much better with Melton and PJ Tucker. Um, the the Bucks are going to be the Bucks again. I mean, they're just so freaking good. And then you have the Celtics, who I think are the runaway favorites at this point. So I think that leaves them fourth. I think they'll probably finish fourth. I could see them finishing anywhere in that top four, depending on injuries and stuff like that. But for me, I give them the the flexibility to potentially get something done. But in practice, they actually didn't. And so for me, it, they do drop down a bit. Uh, real quick, uh, Joker asking in the comments, are they getting uh, Markeith Morris back? To my knowledge, he is still an unsigned free agent. Yeah, I think he is, yeah. Uh, yeah. So right now, that answer is no. Well, he has no, they never been the same after that push, yeah. Jokic. And it did. Mm-hmm. At, when I first saw it, I thought, oh, he'll just be out a couple weeks. And we never saw him again. Yeah. And I was over with. Just shows you how strong Joker is. No kidding. You know what I mean? Honestly, that, man. Uh, Joker saying if Miami's fourth through six, the Bulls got to be after Miami because Miami was injured a ton uh, last year. Well, dude, I think one of those Bulls heat games was when the Bulls seriously had like 12 of 15 on their roster <laughs> out with COVID. <laughs> yes. I, yes. I would not put a, a whole lot of stock in Bulls heat matchups from last season because as I recall – they were all over the place as far as who was playing those games. Yeah, there was one. The first one I think was the main one because um, that was like a three-point loss, and it was like an old Eastern Conference style game, right? Like eighty-seven, eighty-four. Like it was real close the whole kind of way, man. And both teams shot terribly because yeah. both teams defend really well. Yeah. So yeah, I think they're close, but the Heat were just clearly beyond the Chicago Bulls yeah. last year. As as for every team that was good, you know what I'm saying, was beyond the Chicago Bulls uh, last year. But, hey, it's a new year. We'll see what yeah. happens. Man. So, but, you know, the question of, does that mean that the Bulls will be behind them somewhere past number six? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. I could see the Bulls finishing somewhere in that fourth, five or six yeah. area. It's going to be a battle. I could also see them slipping to the play-in. We'll see. It's going to be a fight. But as far as the two teams we've discussed between yesterday and today, who scares you more? Oh, Boston, Boston Celtics, and Boston. it's not close. Yeah. It's Miami Heat Boston. team, that, as, as you said, Dave, a year older and the same, minus a key player. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's it. We're out of time for today. Keep it right here on our CHO Sports YouTube channel. We got the Cubs guys getting underway right now. Woo! We got White Sox postgame coming up later. Yep. The CHO studios are popping today, it, Dave. It is popping Everyone today, is here. Will, we miss you. Place, man. But, you know. Brazil. So many so. suspects. Yeah. So many suspects. <laughs> the Gatorade Bandit. Let's get to work solving to work. the mystery of the Gatorade Let's Bandit. Let's do this. Uh, for our producer, Joey, for Will. Ronald, for what Dave, up, boy? I'm Peg. Thanks for watching. As always, subscribe to this YouTube channel if you aren't already. Subscribe to us on our various podcast feeds, your preferred podcast feed. And on Twitter, you can find us there all the time. All the time. Bow, BWL Sports. Bow. Won't Gottlieb. Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Back tomorrow with a special guest. See you at three o'clock Chicago time. Till then, see you, be good.